from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. So excited for Thursday night once again. Got some real energy that we're riding here after Star Wars Celebration. And feeling like gonna crash from it pretty soon but still got that last little ounce of energy here the the fun of having met these folks in person and now finally getting to be reunited with them again love getting to hang out with the legends look back crew a little bit of a different crew tonight and very excited to share that um tomorrow i am headed on a road trip back to my hometown where i grew up my uh my dad, a couple years ago, changed houses. How do you say that? Moved, I guess, is the normal way people <laughs> say that. I'm not normal, so I don't know how to say it. Uh, my dad moved and put a lot of my you know, childhood things that I didn't take with me into storage. Tomorrow, I am going into that storage unit, and nothing can stop me. And I'm going in search of my last few Star Wars things that have not yet made their way into my collection, chiefly... I have this Darth Vader helmet that I bought at a yard sale that like does the whole thing that like the back of it snaps on just like, uh, okay. You know, Sebastian Shaw's does in return of the Jedi. Um, and it has the chest piece that attaches with a voice changer. Oh, okay. And I'm feeling like this thing is going to go really good on my shelf. You know what I'm talking about, Freddie? I know exactly what you're talking about. This might be, let's see, like 2000, maybe 2000, early 2000s or late yeah. 1990s. Yeah. I mean, it was technically yeah. my brother's, but let's be honest, like I'm the real Star Wars fan here. So it's, <laughs> I'm sure I played with it more than he did. Mostly what I would do is put it on and then he, I would hold a lightsaber and then he would wallet me with those big Hulk hands. Okay. I'm talking about. It, yeah. Anyway, so I, it gets, it has me wondering. Do you guys have like one item from your childhood Star Wars collection that has since disappeared to the sands of time that like you like wonder maybe somewhere it's out there, but you're pretty sure it's just somehow gone. Y'all have uh, collectibles like these? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, this is definitely going to age me a little bit, but... Yeah, Emma's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. three years out of childhood. I was going to say, so. you're, you're like 12 years younger than the rest of us. So, yes, <laughs> please age yourself. Yes, so uh, it is a Lego set from the Clone Wars, and it is, like, super valuable now. It's like the Jedi transport ship or something like that. It's oh, got cool. an Ahsoka minifigure, like, oh. like the OG like Clone Wars minifigures, like, super stylized. I'm drooling. And... Um, <laughs> I, 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 I sold it oh, when I was little because oh, I was man. like, I'm done with Star Wars. I'll never like it again. Meanwhile, look around me, people. <laughs> I have a freaking tattoo on my wrist now. What was yeah. I thinking? The ultimate like, Star Wars collectible. You'll never sell that thing. No, never. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I will regret. I, I remember selling. I remember very clearly selling all of my Star Wars possessions when I was like, maybe like t 10 or 10, between 10 and 12 just sold it all because i was it like reminds never, me of never gonna like this again <laughs> giving away my 90s pokemon cards Ugh. Ah, it Ooh, hurts that hurts. Even that I saved, hurts i saved one i saved the dark charizard so that one's that oh, one's nice good. all right uh, tyler what's your your I, like uh legends uh, your star wars holy grail that's slipped so, through the fingers 
okay. Well, if you explain it that way, this 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 fits perfectly. I, and Emma, I told you this story at Celebration. I grew up with the um, Power of the Force, uh, Legacy of the uh, yeah, yeah, Power yeah. of the Force, the the red the, the force. red and red and orange background uh, figures. And at that time, you know the the big steroided out uh, Luke Skywalker. I had Luke Skywalker, Leia, Han, and Chewie, all of them roided out. I had the Leia, and it oh. was unopened. I had I I was playing with I I took everything else out of the wrapper and I was playing with them and I left the Leia in my closet because that was oh. a much apparently that was much more much rarer at the time. I don't know where I was. I don't know if I was at a friend's house or whatever. Fast forward to the end of the end of the story. Uh, apparently my brother went into my closet, saw the figure, went to my dad and said, dad, can I open this? My dad, not being a collector at all, was like, sure, go ahead. The story hurts my feelings. I come home (laughs) and she's opened. And that Uh, was the last I attempted to collect anything until, uh, you know, all these books and, uh, Funkos and black series and, uh, pins. And yeah, we should have all wore like, black suits for this, <laughs> like a Star Wars funeral. This is yeah. gonna be sad. Yeah, this was unintended, unintended, absolutely. Didn't know we'd get this emotional. Oh, I, remember, I just remembered another one I lost. I had like the the I don't know if it was Luke or Han in the um, stormtrooper armor, you know, from a new oh book yeah yeah infiltrate and. So I get this walking carpet out of my way, you know, like all that. And so one of my cousins gave it to me and he just died last year. And so it's like sentimental. I got to find this thing, man. I'm hoping it's in my, I'm hoping it's in that storage locker. What you got, Freddie? I know you've got something. Uh, you know, thankfully my parents had the foresight to let me keep everything. And I have, thank goodness. Boot him off I would this say, call. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a majority of everything all the way down to the, uh, the first, the very first, toy that i ever got was it was in my cubby uh in preschool and i took it and it was the imperial gunner uh you know with his black mask Mm -hmm. Uh, i still have that on a parachute it was like a vietnam or world war ii parachute they used to drop like (laughs) little munitions down in (laughs) i used to i used to throw them everywhere like sid Uh, from toy story (laughs) oh my god (laughs) uh you know definitely have the uh kenner at at and stuff like that but there's one toy that I remember playing with as a kid and to this day when I visit my my grandma. Uh, one of my uncles had a 1990, 1977, 70-something R2-D2 remote control, like original R2 that dropped with like the original oh, cool. uh, toys, right? That's I mean, awesome. very old toy. And I remember playing with that and thinking, I'm taking this one day. <laughs> and I never did take that one day. <laughs> Wait, we, we're going to have a heist? We're having a heist. Yes. <laughs> now that's you the win. Heist that I'm here for. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 11, that's, that's the one I regret. People from Utini trying to find Freddy's cousin's R2-D2. Yep, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Just like ask him, that. like when you know when he passes, like may I have those? Like, <laughs> <laughs> please, I want to be in your will. Yes. Well, I there is a request in the chat that if I find the Darth Vader helmet, that I have to wear it on the show. Oh, I think that's. And a must. I promise, I promise, I will start one of these episodes of Legends Look Back wearing the helmet, if I can indeed find it. And I'm very hopeful. I'm very hopeful. So but, yeah, go ahead. You need to find it. And, but yeah, you're gonna have to wait until I think January when I get the new Black Series 
Star, a Darth Vader oh, helmet, and we can both em. show off. We can show off what what was and what they are now. Oh, I can guarantee that the Black Series is nicer. I mean, <laughs> oh this no, that's thing, the point. Like I said, but my little brother beat the mess out of me with this thing on. It's all scuffed up. Yeah, there ain't no way that. I it mean, looks that, but good, that's a sign but... of love, though. Yeah, the fact that he beat the snot out of me. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 that, sure, no, 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 that, you, that, that your toy from your childhood has a lot of a lot of wear. That that shows that it was loved. Yeah, and also that I paid four dollars for it at a garage sale. Well, uh, I will of course start the show whenever I've got it, if I find it, another future episode, but not next week because we're not gonna have a live show. But for tonight, I don't have it, but we're gonna start the show anyway. So Emma, let's do the thing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back, proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is a Star Wars books podcast for people whose only knowledge of video games extends exclusively to the demo discs obtained at Pizza Hut. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, where we celebrate our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser-known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and I'm joined by my legendary co-host tonight, the master of Terrace Kasi himself, Freddie C. Hi, guys. Uh, so first of all, we're going to plan a heist and, uh, I've been thinking of like, you know, if, if we get caught, if we do something, what kind of curse words could we use? And I'm thinking, ah, Palpatine's cheeks, uh, is a good one. <laughs> There's another uh, one like dark bones or his, his black bones yeah, by the emperor's black bones. black bones. There it is. Yep. Uh, man, this is as, as rough as Sabayoth's abs, you know, if, if something gets really <laughs> tough. Uh, this safe is as hard as crack to crack as uh, Sabayat's abs. There you go. Uh, so books, books in the works, it seems. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we'll get to work on it for sure. We'll put somebody on it. One of the new guys, JG, or yeah, the other guy, Ryan. I don't even know who that go. is. You know who I do know? <laughs> Tyler Reganti, who I am proud to report does not snore because we had to share a bedroom for uh, five days. I can, you, I, I am also proud to report that you also do not snore because uh, <laughs> we got to know as much as we got to know everybody while we were out in uh, at celebration. You and I got got that extra level of bonding there uh, oh, yeah. as we bunked together. As we bunked together, so yeah, it was uh, it was it, it, it was a fun time. It really was. I at one point Tyler and I had to plan how to convince Freddie. To let us go to sleep <laughs> so that he could watch Obi-Wan another time. It was the night of the premiere, and we failed, and Freddie got I to mean, watch the show. I mean, and the, he VIPs, said, the VIPs got to go see it live with <laughs> our true, buddies true. Ewan and, and Hayden. That's right. Uh, and then these guys decided they wanted to come in later and be like, hey, have y'all watched this new show called Kenobi yet? We want to watch it. And we were like, we've been up for like 13, 14 hours. We really want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm telling you, the look in Freddie's eyes when I tried to ask him to let us go to sleep, I have never seen him so firm in three and a half years of podcasting together. It was like, just this one time, I'm going to keep you up and we're going to watch the show. Meanwhile, Oz is over there grinning with a wicked grin. He's so excited to get to watch this. He's probably drunk off his rocker at that point in the night. Well, you know who is not drunk off her rocker is the wicked Mana herself. Emma Park, how are you, Emma? Hello, I'm I'm alive. I'm alive. That's all that that's all that matters. I'm uh, I'm a bit exhausted. Tyler, sorry, I was so delayed on you because y'all, I built all of Legends Look Back from scratch last night, and I uh, <laughs> I, I did not have your your one cam, so I was like, ah, gotta get it. Uh, anyways, yeah, it's uh, it's fun to be back. Always fun to fun to hang out with you guys, and um, 
also super strange that we're having like a mini crossover episode uh, right now. Yeah. It's super fun. We're invading. Yeah. We're, we're totally <laughs> invading. Slowly, yeah, it's one not a by crossover. one, you'll all be gone. It's an invasion. That's right. <laughs> Just like the Yuzhan Vong, we've been invaded by the Cosmic Force. Of course, uh, Tyler and Emma, for our audio listeners, or for those who somehow have been hiding under a rock, maybe they've been off in like exile, you know, Tatooine, Dago, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, they, of course, host our weekly comics show. Which I'm very excited to catch up on tomorrow on my three and a half hour drive back home. Oh, I'm gonna love that. <laughs> but I will legitimately <laughs> love listening to y'all. Uh, I am ha- also excited to have Tyler on the show tonight. Uh, of course, Emma running the show for us, very important. Also happy to have Tyler here on the show to give us an update on our very special, our, uh, yeah, gloating here that he's finally tied it up. We are going to give a brief update on the Legends race to the finish. Tyler, take it away. So as I just wow. just held up, I've I've read I've, I've read five so far, um, and and my dedication to this competition and our our audience and our community. Uh, instead, I have Shadows of the Sith over there taunting me. If you were if you tuned in our show last night, I was saying how much it taunted me. But I resisted, and instead I have picked up uh, Revan to continue reading a a Legends book. So I am working on go. book number. I'm working on book number six. So uh, Jared, are we doing this little? Uh, are we doing a little yeah. special? As yeah. So we, okay. What we're gonna do right now is I'm gonna I've given Tyler a one minute timer. He has one minute to talk about each of these books. A one minute review of each of the books he has read so far in the Legends race to the finish because. Well, if we save it until Christmas, we will have forgotten what some of these were. I already was having trouble remembering (laughs) some of these. That's that's the problem with binging. That's the problem. So uh, you've got a one-minute timer. I will cut you off even in the middle of the sentence. Um, One minute to tell us your impressions of the first five books of your contest. Ready? All right. Go. All right. Uh, My first book was Mercy Kill, and the little elevator pitch I have is getting the band back together as Wraith Squadron comes together for one final mission to track down a new Republic leader who is suspected of, and my notes are getting off the screen, of trying to defect from the Republic. Uh, My second book was Clone Wars No Prisoners. Anakin wants to make a private trip back to Coruscant, Uh, so he tasks Rex with trying to keep Ahsoka busy, and we can all assume how that ends up. Uh, spoiler alert in this one, we actually get to meet Callista in human form. Oh, uh, for, those of you, for those of you who are Legends readers, you will know That's what crazy. that means. Ma- uh, my third book, which is my favorite so far, it was Maul Lockdown. Maul is sent to a fight club prison to track <laughs> down a weapons dealer nobody can confirm exists. The catch, he's not allowed to use the force the entire time he's in there. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, my fourth book I read was Choices of One. Mara Jade hunts down a traitor in the Empire with a little help from some do good stormtroopers yes one minute times such, up oh geez and my, fourth, <laughs> and my fifth book was scourge a librarian jedi who has He's never heard of going. anybody else in the in, in the jedi temple meets <laughs> a force sensitive hut Needed, I, I, I want i want to get that last little a bit force sensitive hut? force sensitive hut librarian jedi librarian jedi meets force sensitive hut go oh, read it oh wow i'm glad they pulled the plug on legends just kidding just kidding um but i'm, <laughs> I'm excited to read that one it's on my list that one is one of the only Legends books I've ever TBR'd. I started it on an airplane one time, and I was like, oh, what is happening? And I put it away, and I was six Isn't years Isn't that old. like a lot so. of Legends, though? Like, whoa, what is happening? <laughs> um, not for me. I know, not, not for you, but like. <laughs> Splinter you know. of the Mind's Eye 
is the one that happens the most on. You're just like, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Freddie, tell us what you've read. Is Splinter of the Mind's Eye one of them? No, it's it's not one of them. I actually read uh, this. So I have about uh, 16 days of free reading time. So prepare for quite a hot take on several books uh, okay. this week or this this time. I didn't get a lot. Uh, Fatal Alliance. I finished up, which is a very interesting book. Uh, basically, the Cinzia, which is like a missing uh, a droid engineer's missing plane is discovered and there's a bunch of mystery surrounding what this what this or what the ship the starship contains and why it's so important uh the huts are starting to auction it off mandalorians are involved uh there's what ai enslavement and a bunch of other stuff it's it's a crazy book the sith yeah. have to work with the jedi the mandalorians have to work with everybody and uh traders of the republic have to work with the imperials and the republic it's an absolutely crazy book that uh, you probably need to read twice. So just to be clear, you're at a grand total of one. I did read this book, which has nothing to do with legends, <laughs> okay. but it's George Lucas, A Life. That's that looks a, great. That's I've not a read chonky that. book right there. It, yeah, it's a chonky book. All right. And and uh, it's the life of George Lucas. It goes back to to uh, before Star Wars was a thing. Right. So uh, his his first big movie american graffiti and it talks about indiana jones it's not a star wars book but of course star wars is a big part of his life talks about his influences his schooling his uh mentors everything everything that made george lucas who he is and it's really interesting to see that guy just go from like hey i'm actually really good at this movie thing uh i got a, i've got an idea <laughs> so and, is is rick sending you ideas for the star trek book now or <laughs> are we just gonna wait until January? i did say i've got 16 days of free time coming up so prepare to get demolished fellas <laughs> all right i will I, I won't have any free time this week whatsoever it will be remarkable to get to read like a single chapter of a legends book i i am however through five through five so far not counting the two that I read the two weeks before the contest began officially because I got excited or the, all the books we've read for the podcast since then, which was the entire Darth Bane trilogy. But we're not counting those or in Kenobi, not counting those, not counting those or the canon books that I've read. Let me be clear. I've read a lot of Star Wars this year because <laughs> I finished my grad school almost like a lot of time in my hands. Well, here's the five that I've read. Ready? Uh, looking at the timer. Here we go. Tales from the New Republic. Honestly, massively disappointing in comparison to the three other Tales books that I had read, Tales from the Most Icy Cantina, Tales from Jabba's Palace, which is my favorite of all the Tales books, kind of a murder mystery. Oh, man, it was so freaking good. Um, yeah, the story of the Rancor Keeper. All right, that's not even the book I'm talking about here. Anyway, um, this one has a good little story about Mara Jade, story about uh, mm -hmm. the, what's the guy from the Thrawn trilogy? Garm Belliblis. There's the craziest story in the entirety of Star Wars in this thing. There's like a, a, a Star Wars, like a Jedi actor whose dad is kind of abusive and they live on a beach and they're acting out a play, but then it's, there's a girlfriend. It is trippy. All right, this one, here we go. Uh, Tales from the Empire. It was also kind of similarly disappointing. Um, had the same editor. Ah. Oh, how about this used copy? Somebody checkmarked off a bunch of stories they wrote in this thing. That's disappointing. Anyway, um, it had a lot of the same kind of uh, like continuing the same stories, and I'm already over on time. Dang it. 
<laughs> I made it through one and a half. Yeah, and you were mocking Tyler for making it through like three. Right. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you, but I'm like, you're 45 seconds into one book. <laughs> Tales from the Empire. It was okay. It was okay. There's. I've got to say, Tyler, you did a great job with your really uh, one-minute summaries there. <laughs> he did. There's a Thrawn story here. There's a Thrawn story. Oh, it's the Thrawn story where Boba, F- where Thrawn is Boba Fett's, uh, in a in Boba Fett's armor. There's that one. <laughs> wow, which is absolutely the craziest thing in Legends. Ruins of Dantooine. Got to give it a shout out. Was way better than I expected. And as you heard it here, was it last week? Two weeks ago? I officially called it the Legends Lost Stars. Stop Mike it! Rock. No, there we go. You did. I haven't even read it, but still, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm you serious. Know- this is the uh, judge a book by a cover yeah, scenario. Yeah. It's happened so many yes, times to me. Yes, it really it's, it's impossible not I'll to be judge absolutely that book fair. By its cover. Like a hundred percent of my opinion is based on that cover. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have I, I have ignored that book for twenty years because of that. Cover. <laughs> you and me both, Tyler. <laughs> I know, and I had. And two, I used to th- play Star Wars Galaxies. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, that's right. You're the ultimate Star Wars Galaxies guy, and this is a book called Star Wars Galaxies: Colon, The Ruins of Dantooine. Most of the book is okay. The ending really comes together. Uh, it's got that little romantic twist. Got a little bit of betrayal. You know what I'm saying? Um, I <laughs> I really quite enjoyed it, especially because quite a few of these have been disappointing. Death Star, quite good, especially yeah. when I would play the Rogue One soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> you know when I was listening Ooh. to it. Like uh, that is that was... a is that a hot recommendation? Because uh, I've been that's on my list of books to read. Uh, I'm not going to act like it's a tier one legends book or even a tier two legends book. Rogue one vinyl. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure, man. It's, that's it's a hot I mean, okay. Oh, yeah. but, cool. but Jerry, I'm even in. if he was asking for a book recommendation, don't tell him what's good. You got to play the game. Tell him what's bad. And then he'll have a hard time reading it. <laughs> I'm oh, you sure want to know what's all bad? The bad ones already. <laughs> Here we go. Maybe the worst Star Wars book I've ever read. Coming for you. Coming for you, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. The first book in the Lando Calrissian trilogy, uh, Lando Calrissian and the Mind Harp of Sharu, was not just difficult to read. It was painful. It has allowed me to catch up. Hey, Chewbacca. <laughs> it, it was painful. Yeah, just I would take uh, five hours of Freddy doing his Lando Calrissian <laughs> impression to ever having to finish the rest of this trilogy. Um, may he rest in peace, L. Neil Smith. I'm not yeah. loving the trilogy. There's some great little things in it. The droid, Buffy Ra is good, but oh, the yeah. writing style is, it's more of like a, I love the way Skuma Joe said it. It's more of like a 50s sci-fi um, serial than it is a Star Wars book. Yeah. That, and that's like at the very beginning of Star Wars, right? A lot of the books... And you can see it a little bit in Truce of Bakura as well. Yeah. Uh, they they go too hard into the sci-fi, yeah. forgetting that Star oh. Wars is a fantasy. This one makes Truce of Bakura look like uh, look like it was written by George Lucas himself. <laughs> I mean, it so but I I, I do want to come to the defense hard into the sci-fi man. I do want to come to the defense of Legends books though. In that one thing that I have noticed is they are into the action twenty five pages in. <laughs> whereas yeah, whereas canon canon books take basically the first third to really yeah. lay down a really thorough 
complex setting and characters. And then the back half of the book, Mercy Kill, there were, or yeah, Mercy Kill, I think somebody was dying in 30 pages in, uh, in the prologue of Mall Lockdown, he was killing somebody. Like, we are getting into the action. Oh, yeah, right you want a book the- with zero character development, literally zero. <laughs> <laughs> so the Land of Calvary's trilogy. That sounds like my worst nightmare. Yeah, it is all you know, plot. All plot. And, and- I, you could see they probably tried to copy the Star Wars style by having intense action right at the very beginning of the movie, right? Because in the very beginning yeah. of New Hope, you just see that thing come over. And uh, you can see like how they try to carry that theme over into a lot of the older books with action right away, right into it. And you're just like, what? <laughs> what is what is happening right now? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting how they... Uh, how they tried to write Star Wars before, I guess, the uh, story crew came in and really structured it. Yeah, and that's the thing the, with uh, the, like those old Lando's book, the old Lando books, is they, they were in the dark times. They're from the early yeah. to mid-80s. So they're before Zahn, you know, reignited, hey, this is what it's like to write a Star Wars story, which the gives you appreciation 90s. for that. And I'm, I'm grateful there's a Lando trilogy. Like, he absolutely deserves a trilogy. I'm just not sure that it's this one. Anyway... That's my review. I, I am enjoying the contest. I want to give a shout out to both Rick and Emily who are participating. Rick is doing decently, though I don't know his number off the top of my head. He, there's been a bit of debate because Rick's wanting to count some of the books that I'm not sure we should count. He's not. If it's less than five, it doesn't make it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what's amazing, Emily wasn't even officially part of the contest because she was out that episode. Yeah. You were filling in for her, which is why you yep. were here. Mm-hmm. She's skunking us. And has read seven, seven so far. That's okay. I, c- I can deal with that. I can, like, only being two books behind, I can, that's not insurmountable. If you were right. telling me she was at like 13, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to read like Freddie and just not read any, uh, <laughs> any Legends books. She's on a huge road trip right now. So we'll see if she's doing Star Wars audiobooks and at what speed she listens to them. Find out next week what number Super she's fine. on. A couple, uh, Emma, you look like you want to say something about Legends. How many Legends books have you read so far this year? None. Uh. <laughs> Emma, how many Legends books have you read in your lifetime? See, this is like up for debate among people. Um, by people, wait, what? What episode? Oh. We were on the Living Force, Jared and I, and I just suddenly yeah. was like, wait, I can't remember if I've read the Thrawn trilogy. Like, like it's like 50-50 that I may or... I know I read the first one, you know, Heir to the Empire, right? Jury's but out. We don't know. Next to us. Uh, I've read about three or four Legends books, which is kind of insane. It's um, debatable. We don't yeah, know the given actual that, number. Yeah. I mean, I was like producer for Legends, look back for like, what was it, like 10 or... Yeah, yeah, six six weeks? six weeks or something like that. I mean, and yeah. and th- that's where like half of my books came from. <laughs> it's like roundtables. So, anyways, it is binged Kenobi. I did. In a day. I binged Kenobi in a day. I did. Oh, I, I like to forget it, but um, Shadows of the Empire. Um, that's right. There we go. <laughs> Air to the Empire. That's that's three. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's three. I I started. Republic Commando and then something like a canon book came out and I just never, never picked it back up. But I think that's it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Those, still still beating Freddy. 
Well, but that's over like that's <laughs> so over my lifetime. Let's not forget that I have like maybe <laughs> no, no, none this year. <laughs> let's let's Kenobi. not forget I have maybe like twenty books in Legends left. Yeah, <laughs> same here. I I started this yeah. with twenty two left. I yeah. own half of them. I've read half of that half. We're getting so yeah. I'm 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 getting Listen, I'm getting close. I'm on pace to finish, but uh, somebody in the Discord did however talk to me about how there's a big fun event happening right now in the power rangers comics they're leading up to issue 100 so i might be picking those up on my um, next do it i have to next it's either that or the lando <laughs> books you know i'm feeling like L- listen <laughs> y'all I'll, I'll read legends when uh when when canon books and comics slow down but they never will no no not acceptable <laughs> we will not settle for that too much Not happening. A chance. Now, <laughs> I want to, yeah, Skuma Joe does say there is a moment in the Lando trilogy where Lando mentions, casually mentions, that wow. dinosaurs are extinct. That actually happens in this Star love Wars it, book. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Got to bring that realism. Right. You can tell they were still, they were still figuring it out. Now, here's what you're going to have to do. Tyler, now that you're reading Revan, I want to know how excited are you about the new wave of Essential Legends Collection books that were just announced. One of them, of course, being Fatal Alliance. No, uh, and also Rev. <laughs> so tell us. Uh, tell so, us as the reason this sort of falls in the same category as the Ruins of Dantooine is that I never played the Old Republic, so I was like, I, I feel like I can't get into these, and mm. I've been I've heard differently that uh, that they. They're actually better than, you know, you don't need to play the game. Uh, the game and I won't, enhances. I, I, and I enhances won't lie. It, but you don't need it. The ELC cover definitely piqued my interest in in causing me, because I I think there's like five of them. If I include Night Errant, if I include, uh, not Cross Current, Red Harvest, there's like five or six in that, in that era. Um, and that ELC cover coming out definitely... Piqued really my cool. interest. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, that. Was a really, really cool cover. Our, our audio listeners showing it off That's on the awesome. screen now. This wave includes Revan, Deceived, and the Back to War. So looks like we're going to go through the Old Republic uh, quadrilogy. Quadrology? What's the right word there? The quartet uh, of books. Uh, ep- There's four epic. Of them. I I personally <laughs> like the old Back to War cover more than this one. I mean, I like I like the theme that it's going for, it, like because it really matches up yeah. well with the others. Yeah, but I, I, I love I love the space battles. I agree, Tyler, hundred uh, percent. If you look at even like Han Solo's command or Solo command, I think it is. Uh, even that cover is beautiful. And with and the AT-AT, Isard, yeah, they're they're yes. flying around the AT-AT. Uh, oh, Isard's yeah. Revenge. Yep. Uh, yeah, man, those are those are some beautiful covers. Uh, but you know what, Emily? This is a good. This is a good time for, to point this out. If you've never read Legends books, just and I know Emily. a lot of people say it, it's they're confusing. different. You know, they're a different time. If you want to pick up any Legends book, you have no idea where to start. We've got a lot of lists on utini.com, but also check out these books that are coming out. The what is it? Essential Legends Collection. Essential Legends Collection. Yeah. Yeah, the Essential Legends Collection. There's a reason why they're coming out again. Uh, we all think they're great books. Check them out. They're they're honestly worth. Uh, starting up on if if you don't know where to start I, yeah i mean Go ahead, like Emma. the sad thing to me is that i have i own a lot of legends books i just like <laughs> haven't had the time to get around to them but i i desperately yeah. want to because i'm sitting here like oh these conversations are so interesting i wish i knew what they were talking about <laughs> comics you know? drop all the time <laughs> yeah absolutely you know there's, there's like there's, there's a lot too. of like stories in here yeah audiobooks i mean 
as a I think this is an interesting perspective as somebody that solely reads canon with like the very occasional legends sprinkled in like it's just interesting to hear that you know other people's love for it and it and it makes me very hungry to to want to read them and Every time I come on this show, guys, I get inspired. Maybe this time will be the one that that kicks off my my reading uh, of Legends. Get Corey to buy you some of those ELCs. There it is. <laughs> there you go. I put it on the company to, card. I'm excited to put these on the shelf. Uh, I'm excited to finish off the Rogue Squadron series. I'm anxious to see if they're going to do the Wraith Squadron books, which are phenomenal. I do think the Deceived is the best of the Old Republic books. However, I am going to admit, I don't want to be negative, I'm a little disappointed that they're going with the Old Republic books. I do not think they qualify in any form or fashion as essential Legends books. You do what not has to do with the video do not need to read them. Uh, re-release? Do not need to read them in order to no. understand or appreciate anything else in all of especially Legends. in especially in comparison to some that have not been selected yet. Yeah, that's so, that's I'm a really here, but. I, I, I mean, do they like tie into the them. video games? I kind of like to see them do much? all the Legends books in this format, so I'm not complaining. Hear me very carefully there. <laughs> I do like the covers. Now, these these don't tie into any. Not Revan does. Uh, Re- well, Revan. To... I was gonna say I am 25 pages into Revan, and it has yeah. already t- said the ending of Knights of the Old Republic one. So yeah. oh, okay, and like, and that's it. Like, I mean, great. Well, I, I haven't read the rest of the book, but. I would imagine there might be some some callbacks and things, but it is it is set after I think it's three years after the events of Knights of the Old Republic. Gotcha. Because kind of I'm I'm wondering if their reasoning has to do with you know yeah. the remake of the video game coming. I don't know when it's coming I soon. The, I guess. I think the reason is money. You got Revan on Probably. the cover. Probably. He is a very likable he or she. Yeah. Very likable character. Yep. Yeah. It is a bridge between the first two Kotor games, and Swotor, right? So uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. It's kind of it sets up that story. But we we did a whole episode back in the day with Patrick. Remember that one, Freddie? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember that was the one episode I was frantically writing the summary up to the very second we went live. That's right. <laughs> I remember that. Wow. Ooh, that, that was, that was uh, during the time you were uh, you were producing as well, right? <laughs> yeah, that was a disaster for sure. For sure. You know what else is a disaster? The fact that Freddie hasn't finished Obi Wan Kenobi. First of all, how dare you? I wish everybody could have seen our reactions. And sec- second of all, <laughs> yeah. um, h- how fun was it to watch with all of the crowd at your house? Honestly, that that's what uh, what I was really looking forward to was seeing it with everybody, and and I did. It was late at night. <laughs> uh, we were all late. tired, but it was very totally late. Worth it. it was totally worth it. Um, unfortunately, I have not finished it yet. Uh, currently doing some secret project right now that requires a lot of attention uh and jared has a, a tiny idea of what might be happening so a little bit a little bit yeah very Absolutely. little but very excited that's that is uh currently my my obsession with star wars has been uh, how do i bring this in real life <laughs> i'll say the thing is if you give freddie time on his hands he won't do what you expect him to do but he will do something <laughs> awesome I am so, so intrigued now. When, when Freddie, whenabouts can we like hear about this for real? Now I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, I would say by the end of the year there will be some solid oh. ideas of what's happening, uh, oh. possibly even some sneak peeks into what could be happening next year. 
Well, uh, as let's just say as, as punishment, he doesn't even know. <laughs> as punishment, Ooh. I'm giving you a spoiler. I'm okay, sorry to spoil. I'm spo- sorry to spoil this for you. <laughs> Vader lives. Just, just. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, Tyler, I'm sorry. My I'm, 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 I'm going to boot you off the street. I, you know what? I, I, I know. I know. No. But it, 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 you, in order to make sure those things don't don't surprise you, you really need to make sure you're watching new episodes. So I'm sorry to have to do that to you. Yeah. I, I had to explain to somebody the other day at work who was like, oh, I don't know why we need this show. Everybody, you know, we know that this character and this character and this character are alive by A New Hope. I'm like, did you totally miss? How did you watch? You totally missed the entire point of the show. And I explained, like, it's about the journey, the the character yeah. development, the trauma and the grief. And, they're, yeah. and they were like, huh? I was like, yeah, you know well, what? That, that's you like only that, a qu- I've got three Star Wars podcasts you can listen to. <laughs> that's a question that only a book reader can answer because we read book yeah. after book after book about characters that we already know what happens to them, but we eat this stuff up. So just ask a book reader that question. We'll give you like a whole TED talk on it. <laughs> I will. I will ask you this, Freddie. You've only watched three episodes. Did have you caught any of the Legends Easter eggs? Um. So there was one that that uh we talked about i didn't know it was an easter egg until until we we said it out loud but the the name of the jedi that you mentioned earlier uh oh, i did Jen altus yeah i did see i did see that episode i didn't catch that easter egg uh see one of the names I, written on the wall and like the jedi yeah, quinlan railroad and, yeah yeah and exactly so as i was, was cool. doing my research i found out he is actually featured in exactly one legends book and it is one that Tyler has read this year. Yes, yes. Clone Wars no Prisoners. The, yes. <laughs> he is a mentor of, uh, of sort of in uh, of Callista, uh, mm-hmm. and lives a a a very different in Legends. He lived a very he led a very different kind of a a a different Jedi Council. Like he wasn't out. He wasn't shunned. He wasn't excommunicated. He just had a different to set his different ideas of how the Jedi could live. And he kind of went off and did his own thing. So I foresee it as kind of like, he was like the hippie, you know, the shared love and that's <laughs> everything. Not, yeah, I was about to say, that, like leading that's a closer, commune. That, that's closer <laughs> than you, you, you might realize. No, that's really what I think. I've got a friend from growing up who lives on a nudist colony in California. Um, and I think everybody in Arkansas thinks all of California is a nudist colony. Um, sorry, Freddie. <laughs> But it, it, that really is what I, I thought about my buddy Brian as I was reading this. I was like, yeah, he is definitely living the hippie life. I, I don't remember. Uh, I guess we're going to ha- actually have to have Emma finish the Republic Commando series. I think he's in those too. now that I'm oh. thinking about it. Hmm. Well, I'll keep I, my eye out when I pick him back up for sure. Yeah, I think he's in those but I don't don't remember for sure. Um, very interesting. Two more little legends Easter eggs, at least that I've caught, and there could be more. I've not watched the Star Wars Explain hundred, you know, the Easter eggs in Obi Wan Kenobi yet. It's been my watch later for a week or two. I'm too busy reading this Lando book. One very big one. If you follow Mike Stackpole on Twitter, the name Corin. Oh yeah, <laughs> is the name of the child who is rescued by Kumil Nanjiani in uh, Episode Two. All right, what are the implications? You got one minute on this. What are the implications of Corin being canon? And do we need to get Corey on the call to help us out? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, like, uh, we need to, like, summon Corey or something. Listen, what what if this means? I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. Let's, let's all it. follow me here. 
what if this means that because isn't Corin Horn? He's in like the Rogue Squadron books, right? Correct. That's yeah. That's one of the yep. series that he is like a top tier B list character in Legends. Got my uh, my <laughs> oh, look at you. poster signed by Mark Thompson. Thanks, to my buddy Andrew, for getting this signed for me. Very nice. Okay, yeah, so we so we see awesome. Corin, just a kid named Corin, appear in a live action show. We've got a live action movie called Rogue Squadron oh, coming up. What if we follow this down and one of the, you know, they might have like some original characters for the movie, but they might bring back some Legends characters. And what if Corrin is That's one right. of them? Will Corey quit Star Wars? We or, or we riot or we absolutely riot. <laughs> yeah. right. Quirk. I could see that. I could see this being setting up the Rogue Squadron. It still thing. fits. Yeah, it still sense. fits. It does. It really does. I I'm, I don't particularly have high hopes or anything other than recognizing this as an Easter egg using yeah. the name because it's already off in the timeline. Maybe it's not. I'm not the timeline guy. That's Trevor. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I guess in reality, timeline doesn't matter anymore because we're in the multiverse, right? This is a totally different universe we're living in now for Star Wars. And Corin can fit wherever he he pleases now and they can bring him in whenever they want so <laughs> galaxy, really only galaxy 616 he's the only character who could totally ruin the timeline and just be proud of himself proud of himself for it because the story is all about him i just uh, want to see him rub his his shirt with the jedi pendant underneath the medallion that's right um we got a great comment from justin here in the chat he says they should call the sequel series about this character i jedi comma two <laughs> i comma jedi comma two absolutely absolutely uh and then finally one more legends easter egg the planet jabim which is featured quite heavily in the series is originally from the old school dark horse mainline republic series oh that's so cool uh, yeah it's a great little obi-wan and anakin uh mini series kind of story arc set on jabim and it's it's one of the coolest stories in all of legends comics I don't remember much about it except for I really liked it. So you guys <laughs> well, should cover it thing. on your show. Yeah, I know. We, we should talk about that, honestly. You know, that, that might be a good, you know, we, tr we try to get some Legends content in there not every now and again. And that might be a good one to, to do a roundtable on if we're looking for there some Legends com content. Totally. And one more thing here. This will replace our typical Legends lookout. Uh, we don't have a ton of time for it because we went long on our it was all me i'll be honest my uh, <laughs> review of my legends books and our legends race to the finish however there's a legends omnibus release that is the star wars the marvel why do these have such similar names <laughs> the marvel epic collection not to be confused with essential legends collection tales of the jedi volume two came out this sucker was mailed here this week and it prompted this question from my wife Hey, I thought you said you weren't going to buy any more Star Wars things this year after Star Wars Celebration where you spent dollars. So um, oh my anyway, God. I'm very happy. I was like, listen, I'll probably read this thing, you know, 10 or 12 times in the next couple of years. I love these comics and it's totally worth the $45 that I spent on it. Um, anyway, it is really nice to see Exar Coons double-bladed lightsaber. What she doesn't realize. Print, the color pages is that that was pre-ordered before Star Wars Celebration. So technically, it was paid for her, prior I, to Celebration. I did tell her that, and I would like to tell you that that was convincing. But that would be a lie. That would be a lie. It was. I was not so successful. Anyway, she... Uh, 
she left town for three days with her sister. No, it was already planned. It was already, <laughs> already going out of town. Um, anyway, I'm excited to have this. I, I do consider the Tales of the Jedi comics some of my absolute favorite legend stories. Honestly, I'm going to have trouble finishing the show now that I've opened this thing up. <laughs> you got the Masasi temples and this guy with his big teeth. I mean, there's so many good things in this series. So very excited. Everybody can check that out on utini.com. Click the Amazon link in the profile. You can grab your own $45 copy and give Utini a grand 4% of that sale to help us keep great shows like The Cosmic Force running. Guys, before we are out of time tonight, we're going to talk about the greatest Legends book covers in Star Wars history. Are you ready? So, so ready. The conversation in Slack. There's already been, I, I literally typed, wait, is this real? So it's yeah, already starting. It's Emma. already starting. Tell, tell the good folks what it is specifically we're talking about. I asked everybody to give a pick of your favorite Legends cover and also an honorable mention, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> an honorable mention. And um, so Emma, just give us a taste here of what it is that sparked the debate and the, the fervor. The frenzy, shall we call it? Yeah, absolutely. Surrounding this episode. Uh, okay, so I was looking through. This was difficult for me. Okay, we've already discussed, you know, my my lack of legends reading. Um, <laughs> so this was a little bit difficult to me. I, I I didn't have like a pick off the top of my head. So I went through the Utini timeline and just. You know, just scrolled through the entire thing. Great way to do it. And, yeah. you know, I kept coming back to this one cover with Mara Jade. And I, I remember her from the time I read Heir to the Empire. So I did read it. Um, and I thought she was super, super cool. And this cover was just insanely badass. And I love it. Um, uh, choices yeah. of one. Yes, choices of one. And, um, you know, with the stars. Y'all want to know what I told. It's so insane. Yeah. You want to know what I told Emma? <laughs> Freddie, you know what you know what I told her the second that she said my choice is choices of one. You want to guess what I said to her? Um, go ahead, tell me. I have no idea. What, what could you have Tyler, said? Tyler, Tyler, you got to guess. Um, what you see on the cover has nothing to do with, actually, with what's actually <laughs> oh, yeah, in the book. Oh, that's go. not it. But it is cool. Yeah, all the stormtroopers <laughs> behind her. She's wearing like body armor. Got the purple lightsaber. Yeah. And, and, and really I cool. like how she's not like, um, you know dressed skimpily you know what i mean like i feel like that was kind of sure. the trend in legends She's right powerful. like like yes, she can be a badass sure. and and be covered i like that absolutely i also appreciate modesty yeah. there we go <laughs> all right here's the deal this is not the original cover for choices of one <laughs> oh okay and i had no this idea this <laughs> is the paperback cover i said wait which cover and she said what it was like a deadpan record scratch when I said which which cover you you got the other cover up the I other do. cover which I like to call I like to call the Amy Poehler cover. <laughs> that's right. Do you want to know my no, response? Right. Do you want to know my response? I said right. I, I literally said wait is this real? <laughs> it looks photoshopped like badly though. <laughs> okay, the best thing about this, other than the fact that it's clearly Amy Amy Poehler giving. Uh, giving Tina Fey a death stare for a bad joke 
is the <laughs> fact that there's three stormtroopers coming out from behind her, like like in those dances yes, you know, where yes, everybody's yes. all lined up one by one by one. And then they poke their heads out and they all fan out and you never knew they were there in the first place. It looks like those stormtroopers are doing that dance number. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. What is up there in the top right corner above the R? I feel like there's a dude up there too. You don't need a microphone. Just I almost said microfying glass. That's it not almost... a word. That is one thing that is very common amongst all of these books. Is the covers are very busy. They are very busy. Some of them. We're going to talk about a couple more minimalist covers tonight that people in um, the Discord, which you can get your picks in in the Utini Legends Look Back Discord channel. A lot of great picks there we're going to talk about tonight where we're folks there were a couple that were a little bit more sparse that people picked so um we are going to get around to all of our picks do appreciate emma's picks uh, i will agree that it was the right choice to pivot from the hardback <laughs> to the paperback yes on choices of yeah, one. absolutely and I'm, and I'm glad that the paperback is the one on our timeline because this one is just a shame <laughs> skimma joe busting out his legends trivia in the chat here says the choices of one cover was made by the same guy who did the original rule of two cover and i can't tell if that's a joke or well he does say haha at the end yeah the haha that totally if it's a changes. joke this is like a 10 out of 10 joke and i appreciate it even though even though i haven't <laughs> like i haven't read either of these books i still understand the joke and it's great thank you skuma <laughs> And I, oh, I like man. the cover for the fact that I've never once second guessed it. Now that we've analyzed <laughs> it, you know, is uh... all right. So I do, however, want to give a little bit of the backstory, a little bit of the history here on Star Wars book covers. Freddie, back in the old school days of Star Wars book covers, can you think of, you know, a handful that are like especially notable in the early days to you that like are the defining Star Wars book covers? Yeah. So. If you look at Dark Saber, uh, Truce Bakura, Children of the Jedi, a bunch of those early 90 books, they have the same theme, which is mm-hmm. the characters and situations that happen in the book, right? So, <laughs> example, we've got <laughs> Courtship of Princess Leia right here. You can see we've got three three characters along with a scene, right? And, of course, in another in another book, we've got Bobby the Rancor up. in the background. Uh, and then yeah, Planet of Twilight. One of the, that, that is, of course, a twist. Um, what, what was that one you just held up there? Um, uh, courtship. courtship one of the Star Wars books that had a different cover on the paperback. You're, that's right. It had a ranker. I actually on the have that picture so if you want to show it. Yeah, let, yeah pause okay. there for a second. Sure. There it is. So they pivoted is. covers here, too, both by Drew Struzan. Both by, that's where you're going with this. I just ruined your train of thought. <laughs> I, I like this <laughs> so, one. So, no, cool. th- that's... This is what to me is classic Star Wars books. It's kind of a serially looking mm-hmm. sci-fi book that you would see like in a cheap, uh, you know, kind of like uh, those love novels that you see walking through the the uh, Walgreens or CS- CVS or whatever, right? I mean, it's literally <laughs> it's like... Fabio on the cover. Yep, yep. <laughs> You've got Fabio on the cover. And then, of course, like Dark Saber, uh, same thing. You've got uh, Han, Luke, and Leia. A Tie Fighter exploding and some other stuff, right? Probably the Dark Saber, and that's that's what the original books were like. If you look at a lot of them during that time, it's going to be the same thing, where you've got kind of a drawing factor of like, okay, I know who these people are, because uh, that's a lot of what Star Wars was back then. Hey, remember us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a book if you want to read it, and that's what sold at that time. Star Wars was 
okay. It was still the dark ages though. A lot of people were just like, oh, that was a fun little thing that happened in a blip of time, not knowing that it was going to be a lot bigger. So now, nowadays, a, if you see covers, they're a little bolder. There's a pick from trying to find exactly who it is in the discord who says their favorite series of Star Wars books, you know, as far as the covers are concerned is, um, the fate of the Jedi covers, which are also, they've got the cityscape, a very, uh, minimalistic color scheme. You've got some great I, legends characters there. You got some of those, uh, Tyler. I, I was going to call those out as a, as a theme. Um, some of them worked better. I think the abyss and omen ones that featured uh, abyss had a uh, layer on it worked better yeah. than like vortex that had like the one with Han on it wasn't, but I, I liked the theme that the the universal theme that that had uh, as well as um yeah. two that i picked that were that had the same sort of sort of thing going for it was the legacy of the four series those books mm, had yeah. had a very very cool theme to it with a single character in a very intense pose on the front of it um but both of those definitely when 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 i was researching for this for this topic both of those uh wanted to i yeah. i wanted to call out and I would say, besides Fate of the Jedi and Legacy of the Force, which did hold to a very strict theme throughout the entire series, um, going back to you know Freddie's point here, these 90s Star Wars books had such a consistent style across them. And that's because the art on all of these is yep. from Drew Struzan. Uh, Freddie, yep. as, as our resident art aficionado <laughs> that, that Thrawn would be proud of, um, what Drew is Struzan, it that man. is so legendary about Drew Struzan's art? Drew Struzan. If if you know who Drew Struzan is, if you don't, look him up. He's done a lot of work, but Drew Struzan is is known particularly for his poster art, right? Like movie posters, which is why you get. And you know what? It's funny because I was just thinking that, and Skuma Joe wrote it in the chat. But that's why his his covers resemble that serially movie style poster, uh, is because that's where. Drew Struzan did most of his work, uh, and and that lent itself to the art that we see on our books nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to give a shout out to the old school. Go right, did uh, most of the covers for the '90s books. I can't think of any from the '90s era, and I even you know did some research here that were not by Struzan. Yeah. Almost like he had the exclusive contract yeah. to do these, which <laughs> creates some really consistent artwork. In the old school days, we also want to give a shout out to a couple of other artists uh, tom young who did like the original star wars poster with vader's helmet and luke, buff luke with the saber over his head you know what i'm talking about right with the mm -hmm. uh, leia's dress all slid up the side he did the buff sabayoth heir to the yeah. empire cover and let's let's at least give this one it's it's moment in the spotlight it's 15 seconds of fame did see a comment in the chat earlier somebody saying they want to know the backstory like the the Rocky Four training montage of Sabayoth doing prison push-ups <laughs> to, you know, to get buffed like this, right? I like to see Sabayoth in that Fight Club jail with uh, <laughs> with Maul. With, with Maul, <laughs> that would have been a, that. I mean, that would have been a fight. You know, Heir to the Empire has a lot of beautiful covers. It's definitely one of the favorite books, right? And it and you can see that that cover art there. But I have to admit, I was looking at at this this best of book covers of legends i wanted to look at foreign art as well because some of the foreign covers are absolutely beautiful especially we talked about it last time but like that brazilian art is absolutely gorgeous for the thrawn trilogy check that out that's the cover of the first book 
I cannot That's tell you how many times I have made these. I have never seen this before on my, I, on my phone. Yeah. I'm in love with Emma, this. This is awesome. I'm not sure if you can post all three of them, but there's there's a this scene one? with all three of them. Uh, that's it right there. They're beautiful. Check it out. That's right. Those all right, so our audio listeners, these covers, <laughs> they're um, sparse in the sense of like there's one dominant color. The first is orange, and it's Luke on you know, that one planet where he's in the mob, and he has to slide yeah. down the wall by gouging his lightsaber into the side and sliding down like he's in a roller coaster. Anyway, that second is Luke fighting shirtless Sabayoth while Mara Jade is on the floor looking helpless because the 90s. Um, and then <laughs> and then the bottom one is what? Just Thrawn sitting in the chair chilling with his no-gree. He's looking all yeah, really and, and I'm not sure, but Luke or Sabayoth is entering the frame on the other side because uh, for those who don't know, most book cover artists, they do like a, a large painting and right uh, with a central theme. And of course, they the book usually has to center in on, on just that central theme. Now, I will uh, have to find the link for art. this, but these are, there are prints of these by the original artist for sale currently. Yeah. Or at least they were like a, a month ago. It was right around the time of celebration. I did not have the money. Um, and have since sworn yeah. off spending money on Star <laughs> Dug Wars. Dug yourself a so hole there, Jared. I don't know if I'm going to do it or not, but uh, th these are for sale if folks want to get their hands on them. I definitely would love some. So uh, let's, let's track a black market deal. If you know <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so Air of the Empire, obviously want to give a shout-out to Tom Young, one of the greats. Yeah, of and then, Tyler, would you care to tell the folks – what is so great about the cover of Splinter of the Mind's Eye? So Splinter of the Mind's Eye is... <laughs> <sighs> it is very 70s style. Uh, I, I mean, this was, if I remember correctly, uh, th this was Empire Strikes Back before Empire Strikes Back, right? Like this was technically supposed to be the sequel. Yeah. Um, so the story in and of itself is 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 insane but um yeah what is there to say about this cover other than it is just it is a very unique cover in the the, the history of legends books um, because I, as far as i ahead. know this is the only cover ever designed by ralph mccrory himself yeah I, I yeah i think you're right there there's been ralph mccrory art featured on book covers yeah. since I would say this is the opposite of Ruins of Dantooine in terms exactly. of uh, yes. the content uh -huh. of the 100%. book. The... <laughs> Wes in the chat. Hell yeah, I have that one. It's covered in mold. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It's covered Love it. in mold. Yeah, uh, this is maybe one of the most iconic Legends book covers. And you know what? It's a beautiful I might, cover. I might actually just look at the cover and put it right back <laughs> on the shelf. That's right. No, but... Uh, it's it's certainly important to read, and I really enjoyed having Heather on Definitely. way back on episode eight of Legends. That's like an that. iconic That's right, episode. Digit. Yeah, eight for sure. Yeah. She was on one. Honestly, it was very tame for Heather. So <laughs> shout out to Heather. It's a good episode <laughs> for sure. All right, so let's get on to um, let's feature one more artist briefly, and then we'll get on to um, our stupid game for the evening, and that is Dave Dorman. Freddie, tell the good yes. folks about Dave Dorman, and Emma, Ooh. I will try to tell you which book cover is by Dave Dorman. Lightsabers, lightsabers, lightsabers. from Young Jedi Knights. Lightsabers. There we go. Yeah, Dave Dorman has a very distinct style. Uh, of art. I, I would say 
ventures more into uh, kind of like 3D and a lot of shading. You, you see mm-hmm. that in a lot of his books. But but Jared, what what other books has has he? I mean, gosh, I can't even think of some, Primarily, but I can think of all of them. Primarily comics, and that's why it's yeah, fun to have books. our comics folks on the show. I know yep. we did the Crimson yep. Empire covers. Oh, the Dark Empire covers. Oh, oh, Dark Empire. Can I show it? Yeah. Can I Give show me a second it? there. Please do it. Here it comes. Do it. What are the good folks looking at here, Emma? Tell the good folks. Naked what, uh, what is your no. throwing up on this? <laughs> here we go. <laughs> For those that don't know. He did this. He did uh, that. <laughs> Eric. This is all him. Eric and Freddie and Corey forced Emma into saying naked Palpatine. In front of an audience of like no over a hundred people. And they forced me to, to say it. Star With, by the way, these That's people right. probably have no idea about this inside joke. And they forced me to say the words naked Palpatine at Star Wars Celebration <laughs> into a microphone. <laughs> I'm so proud. I'm like Jared, a little sweaty yeah. thinking about it. Jared was the only one it? clapping. It's, you know, it's up on YouTube if you want to see it. And you can hear, yeah, it is Jared. <laughs> I got to so check funny. that out. I felt like it got like an awkward chuckle. And you were like, he's, he's naked. He's yeah, naked. You got an awkward <laughs> chuckle and one gigantic cheer. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I, I think the, the naked palp joke of it all aside, I think it, he is absolutely one of the greatest artists to ever um, put pen to paper in it's the galaxy far, far away. Yeah, and the Dave Dorman. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, Dave, that Dave Dorman cover uh, of the uh, <laughs> what is it? The Old Republic. Wait, who was it? The Old Republic, or what was it that we just bought recently with Dave Dorman's? There was two different t- styles of paintings. Dave Dorman and somebody else, and we. That was the old Republic omnibus, right? It, it just stands out. Yeah. Okay. Is it that one that we we bought? So. Old Republic omnibus, with, with Dave Dorman's art on it. Yeah. Anyway, it, it, like like Jared said, primarily comic books, Dark Empire. I'm looking at everything, and just to give some of Dave Dorman, I'm gonna say all of these, and you're gonna. This is everything Dave Dorman's done. He's worked on comic book art for Aliens, Batman, GI Joe. He's worked on several magic card illustrations, uh, Marvel, uh, various Marvel comics, uh, Star Wars, and uh, there's a couple others, but I think those are some of the primary ones he's worked on. So definitely well known to a lot of different people. Yeah, and this one, going back to lightsabers, this is one of my very favorite Star Wars book covers of all time, if not my number one. Um, I think the color scheme is out of this world. It's so unique 90s it's also a great you know a great plot the best of the yeah. young jedi knights books some great trivia from skuma joe in the discord channel talking about how they uh anderson and moesta had to go to bat to get the plot approved because it was a little bit mature for you know one of these young reader books and folks don't know what i'm talking about i'm not gonna spoil it you gotta check it out yeah. i will say this much the the meat of the plot you will discover within the first 15 20 pages wow and um, we we're talking about about quick starts and legends books earlier this sounds like the yeah. one of the quickest <laughs> for sure and um i found out in the in the discord did the love our community for this this one in perfect 90s fashion had a holographic cover oh yeah Ooh man those those juicy uh what is it the uh, <laughs> It's the Goosebumps spinoffs, the Galaxy of Fear books. Yeah, they had holographic covers. Open their mouths when they're when you go like this. <laughs> <laughs> also, 
also, for sure. can I just point out, is that friggin' like Ariel right there? Like, who is this? Oh, totally. <laughs> Excuse me. That is the princess of mm-hmm. and heiress to the throne of Dathomir and Hapes, Princess Tenelka Joe. All right. Is this the one um, that gets? There's like a joke about her, right? Hapy? No, that's not Hapy. Like, it's Hapy. So I call never it Hapy. Okay. Shout out to Rogue Podrin <laughs> as they make that joke, and I, I, I really think it's a good one. She, uh, uh, she, she's the same character that continues on well into very prominent Jedi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jedi, I was like, it's very prominent. Very prominent so, character. Very prominent. Yeah, for sure. So Dave Dorman and Drew Struzan, two of the most iconic Star Legends cover artists we at least want to give them a shout out alongside ralph mcquarrie and tom young there is probably the four if there was a mount rushmore of legends artists it might be them so uh, what i'd like to do is emma you can just kind of flash through a random assortment of legends covers we're going to talk about them briefly describe them a little bit for our audio listeners go through all the ones we have not yet discussed i want everybody in the chat <laughs> and the four of us i'm organizing this game on the spot and have time earlier this week here's what we're going to do can you give your pick your guess on what was each one of our favorite book cover each one of our honorable mentions and uh yeah, that's the game. So everybody guess which one did we select as our very favorite, and then which one did we select as our favorite in a different way. You okay. Know what I'm All right. Be, be <laughs> careful right. what you wish for. I've got 42 images. <laughs> Let's go. Here it comes. <laughs> the Hall of Fame. Of, and some of these are just notable yeah. for other reasons. All right, right, right. Um, I Didn't uh, Rick upload some? I mean, I have no he, idea who I, uploaded I, I think I feel like I saw him in the Slack channel, so that <laughs> okay. he uploaded some. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here we go. So also Emily and Rick, their picks okay. are included oh, as well. Oh, cool. So you can, okay. We can vote on theirs. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. It's been a big week. I'm going to go in like a semi-random order, but I want to start with the one that had... Y'all, I started like dying over here last night okay. as I was putting these in. <laughs> This one is called somewhat. I don't know who put this in. It's called Qui Gon Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> and it's this. <laughs> who would possibly name it that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jared, is that you, buddy? Um, I, I. It's not my pick. It's not my honorable mention. It is one, however, I felt like we needed to show off on the show. It's important. <laughs> Tyler, is that you? No, no. I, I was I was late to the party and I didn't submit mine to this morning. Okay. So I'm not even sure if Emma grabbed mine. You can just I claim, did grab yours, claim yeah. some. Okay, okay good. good. Okay. So this is one of the Jedi Apprentice books. These have some bonkers covers. This one's included. <laughs> and I kind of like it. Yeah, I love it. I don't yeah. remember what the mark of the crown is in the book, but I do know that I love these books. They're all they're really good. You know that meme of like um, like really old people that put up a picture of Ian McGregor's mulleted Obi Wan <laughs> oh, yeah. as a picture of Jesus because I think it's Jesus. Like this should be that, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to see like twenty cups in front of him that he just turned into wine. Yes, uh, right here. I I do love. That's the plot uh, of the Rick book. is in it. Rick is in the chat and says the Mark of the Crown sounds sounds like a Left Behind book, and he is one thousand percent correct. <laughs> or like a Casting Crown song, yeah, for sure. All right, all right. Moving along. Next moving cover along. we have Star Wars Union, and I've never heard okay, of this. Okay, what book. a cover! Uh, this is a it's a it's a comic. This so is actually, oh, this it's is a comic. comic. It's a comic. And I have to cover it on the Cosmic Forest. Tyler, tell her what it is. 
Uh, I I have not read too much of the Legends comics, so I'm a little I scared based on the cover here. Can, <laughs> I, I cannot uh, tell you too many details, other than uh, that is I believe that unless there's another story in comics that I have not read, that is Mar Jade and uh, and Luke there on the cover. Um, Correct. So so and what yeah, are they wearing? And what that, are they surrounded by? They that yeah yeah so. So weddings apparently in in the Star Wars universe are very yep. realist are very similar to weddings here in our present the day. exact same. You would yeah. never know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luke is wearing a tux. Mara is wearing a very '90s wedding dress. Very. And they're surrounded by like three dozen roses, which really gives and stained glass. Don't forget the, the stained glass. The stained glass it gives it quite the aesthetic. All the details are there. It's important. It's important to have a, a nice a nice wedding. I and then and I love how like right under you know them and their wedding attire they're like they're ready for battle but she's kind of wearing like a fancy kind of something you can tell that she's like maybe this is her her reception dress maybe like <laughs> she stole the words out of <laughs> yeah mouth. yeah she was like she was ready you know she's got a fancy cape she's got she's got a nice it kind of looks like a dress honestly but to be fair it is small on my screen and she's got her her fancy gloves so she's like she's ready to go still <laughs> that's how you know if you got the gloves the gloves are on they're yes 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 i i have got a comment from rick in the chat i can't stop staring at mullet luke yeah please tell me <laughs> this is an attempt at star wars romance no the story is really not that romantic it's just kind of a wacky legends adventure uh, believe it or not the lead the, the wedding is interrupted by some legends note um what's the word i'm looking for people doing no good uh tomfoolery lost it tomfoolery perfect some legends tomfoolery very good emma saving the day and i don't remember if this is true or not once again has stumped me skuma joe really uh, with his sarcasm tonight i have no idea <laughs> If he's serious, <laughs> says, all you need to know about Union is that Tommy Lee Jones and Bruce Willis show up to Luke and Mara's wedding. <laughs> what? They, they may be the ones doing the tomfoolery. Oh, my so, word. <laughs> moving along. Okay, moving along. We have, we have speaking of gloves, Trusipicura. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder whose pick this could be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually... Uh, we don't have to go to that one, but I picked another one that contains the cover of every single Chusipakura in all the foreign countries that it was released in. Whoa, okay. Uh, they're all about the same, I would say. I'm not even sure if we need to show it. Just I, the Chusipakura is written in a different language. Quick scan, quick I, scan. I did uh, include another copy of Chusipakura because it is, to me, the most infuriating Legends cover of all time. The fact is. that the paperback, they blur out the coolest thing about this cover, which is the handshake. <laughs> It's really is, a cool image. Oh, the glove is so cool, and the detail that is so detailed. I am not and seeing instead, it. Instead, there's a little there's a little sticker that says, "This is a all new novel set after Return oh, of the Jedi," it. and they blur out the. Oh, it is atrocious. Yeah. Hey, you remember that uh, Luke and Leia? Yeah. So here's yeah. all the different covers. All these with handshakes. All these. Some with of handshakes. them are darker than others. Yep. One of them's like washed out in red. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Different, oh, different. These text. are like all basically the same. Exactly. <laughs> Freddie's in search of every single foreign cover, every single one. Freddie, why? They're all the same. You know, Save I've, your money. I've been trying to find the one that's just different. That that it is like, uh, you know, some special release that was only released like ten copies or five copies, and currently it's all the handshake, which is cool. I mean, it's the best. 
it's the best uh, book cover with a handshake that I actually want to look at. So, <laughs> right, a weird thing to say. Moving on. Gotcha. Moving on. Truce Booker, gotcha. a cool cover, especially okay, with the handshake. Okay, speaking of recent releases, Tales of the Jedi. There we go. Perfect. Love yes. that one. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, we already did Splinter of the Mind's Eye. All right, next up is Shatterpoint Ooh, from the the Essential so, Legends collection. From the yes, so not not the Depo Balaba Death Stare. Right. But One. but again, that that is also another common that the old Shatterpoint cover is also a common theme of those uh, of, of that that era. There's a lot of books that came out that had a very busy cover with random people's faces on it. Um, I think it was. <laughs> Um, the approaching storm was also one that had a cover. Check that this was... version out. <laughs> Dead I don't know if you can see that. Darth, Darth Maul, Shadow Hunter. You've got yes. a lot going on, right? Like, there's. Oh yeah. Is that a it's a little more busy than, than. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. so you got ones. Jedi Trial is also one that is very similar to this, where you've got Anakin front and center, and you've got a bunch of bunch of characters kind of faded in the background. Uh, the, and they're not set... drawings. It's almost no. like. They're clipped and they're just the, like it's a collage. The Cestus Deception is another one that fits that that well, profile. Sure enough, I so, never noticed this. Yeah, there it's are true. The comics bunch, people to draw attention to the visual. There are medium. a bunch of ones that, yeah, that right. seem to have been like the theme of the time, which is like, yeah, just put a couple of characters on there, and you know, we'll put this guy front and center, and we'll fade this one in the back to make it look real creepy, and yeah. throw in this random character, and we'll well, people will wonder who that is, and then boom, that's that that that's your cover. I never noticed. I would say it was like that. the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars era of publishing did that a lot. I would say yes. it wasn't very creative. Well, listen, I literally had this one up. Uh, yep, the yep. Star. that's and it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, like. Okay, clearly Luminara is supposed to be the villain, right? I mean, with her piercing blue at... eyes. Yeah, there yeah, it is. Exactly. <laughs> make it stop. Make it stop. Make Zoom it in stop. on the mullet, not on that. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yes, wow, well, a, a lot of a lot of these. <laughs> We're I can't look. Let's at it. see. According to the Utini the Utini list, this was uh, released on, in 2002. Um, <laughs> where, where did? The um, Shatterpoint was Shatterpoint was 2003. So yes. all of these covers are all, all in that same era. The Cestus Deception was, was 2004. Mm -hmm. This is a very common theme in that in that oh, that time. So interesting. This yeah, they're not the very artist. I'm feeling. You'll notice uh, a majority of those books are on the unread uh, section in my <laughs> in my list. <laughs> you have judged you have them. You bias by against cover. this cover. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you go. I mean. But but Jared, you also bring attention like these are literally promotional photos yeah. of Anakin and Obi Wan. Like, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> okay, next one we have Rogue Squadron, the OG. So this uh, is a classic Rogue Squadron cover. Uh, I, I would mean, say the every ahead, single you're... one of these covers, every single one of the rogue squadron covers or uh, X-wing covers are pretty fantastic. And I, I feel like they get better. They get better yes. as, as they get older, right? Maybe the stories aren't as good uh, as some of the other ones, but I would say like, for instance, solo command has a, I said it already has a beautiful cover. Uh, uh, go when, ahead, Tyler. When you're, you when you're 12, when you're 10 to 12 years old mm -hmm. and you see this on the cover, 
like you're gonna pick this totally. up i, I mean yeah. you've got space battles you've got ships exploding you've got and you're looking uh, at all the explosions to see what exploded oh it's right fighter. right i <laughs> yeah. mean I, again not to take anything anything away from the elc and their minimalist sort of sort of design those those are outstanding in their own way but yep. This is a this is just nostalgia all over again because I've said this I've said this a dozen times and I'll say it again. This book right here is what got me into Star Wars reading, and and it's because of this cover, and, and it's and because it's like Crazy. I'm like I said I'm a, you know a preteen teenager and I was like I want to read this. This looks awesome. This looks this looks exciting. Give and I don't have I didn't we didn't have Star Wars. You know this oh, was no. our Star Wars. So I'm so much I, more of the Drew Struzan camp. I don't love this cover. Wow, that's I love that we can have you know different opinions on what we appreciate in a star wars book cover like uh, like i never I'm, I'm glad that i never noticed any of those 2000s clone wars covers as odd <laughs> until tonight <laughs> for example um justin in the chat points out up at the top it's it might be a little hard to see book one and the exciting new series that's like yeah, so much fun exciting yeah. i believe it even says I, I believe it goes on like even into like book six of this exciting i don't think yep. it's, i think they eventually dropped the new but yes it definitely continues to say Book one, That's book two, so book five, funny. book seven. Yes. But these don't have any characters on them. Not a single no. one. I mean, all the other 90s covers mm -hmm. feature original trilogy characters. And yep. I'm glad the, they didn't, too. I'm glad yeah, they put the bold choice. Because you know, these, bo these books are about space combat and being a well, pilot. And they're, new, the and they're new characters. You, yeah. I mean, you have, know you have Wedge and Tilly's and... That's, I mean, you've got a couple of the other generals. You've got, you know, but you don't have Luke featuring featured very heavily. You don't have Leia featured very heavily. You don't have Han featured, I don't think, at all. Like these are new, these are new, we're new characters that we, so I can yeah. kind of understand why they wouldn't put, uh, put characters. This was on the, also on during an era when George had a very tight hold on publishing still. And if there's one thing George appreciates, it is fresh original artwork and for a lot of these book covers i want to say for a couple of them he does have the original art for a lot of a lot of his paintings for these books that's pretty cool man i i would love to get my hand on some drew struzan right. art <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna run out of time all right lightning round us through the rest of these bad boys okay um i absolutely did not mean to do this but here's some more ghost faces <laughs> <laughs> great so good great. Yes, did i yes, apprentice yes. the rising storm yes and then next one. Oh my word this one freaked me out Red Harvest. Ooh, Red Harvest. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. So is, is this the is this the hardback cover? Because yes, there was there is I have this is one of my you know, on my my list. Yes, with the with the the fist coming out of the snow with a lightsaber. Yeah. Yes, that this one. Yes, there it is. It's like the zombie hand. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and That's then awesome. we have um, we have a comic here, the New Republic Omnibus. Ooh, that's nice. This one is cinematic. Yeah, this was supposed to go on Legends Lookout, and we missed it. This is coming out soon. We'll talk about it another <laughs> okay. episode. Okay, okay, <laughs> cool. Say, I don't know if I've seen I mean... this. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Another another face, y'all. <laughs> Jedi Apprentice. <laughs> the captive uh, now, this now, one now, my question is. Puppet Yoda from The Phantom Menace. Yeah, Puppet yeah, Yoda or Yaddle? Because it definitely kind of looks like uh, Yaddle there. Ah, that's a great question. This I'm is Yaddle. Sure it's pro I'm sure it's Yaddle. I think it's Yaddle. The eyes are too close, right? <laughs> I think this is. I think y'all y'all haven't spent enough time with the original VHS of, of Attack of, of uh, Phantom Menace, where they had the pup, the puppet Yoda before they went in and CGI'd him. Y'all know this? 
Like he was originally <laughs> yeah, yeah. a puppet and then they went in yeah. and they fixed him because it was uh it was rough. not, not great yeah. yeah justin in the chat puppet yoda, puppet yoda isn't real he can't hurt you <laughs> yeah. george uh scrubbed him from our memory like the holiday special yes okay yes, moving yes, along yes. all I, right i would so, say otherwise a very good cover if they had just scrapped i would say so too yoda i think it's a perfect cover literally just scrap yoda and Make it's like it's Qui-Gon amazing one like 20 percent bigger yeah exactly i i totally agree um we basically can't have a legend show without talking about i jedi right Ooh, <laughs> with a good one. uh maybe aunt brew in the back <laughs> <laughs> burn oh my god I, so I, you, I like you, you've got a you've got to fill in the backstory of that of that comment <laughs> yeah farrah fawcett luke there yeah so the cover of i jedi uh there's a luke uh what looks like luke who it doesn't quite look like Luke at the same time and might look like Aunt Beru. It's like a hybrid. Oh, you weren't joking. Uh, <laughs> um, I believe no. it was Rick in the Slack yeah. said, yeah. I thought this was this was Beru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rick, Rick for the longest time uh, did not know that this was Luke Skywalker and he assumed it was just some f- other uh, character in the book, maybe Aunt Beru or thought yeah, Brew had else. like a secret Jedi backstory. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. I do really like the cover uh, because it is so different than anything else. I love the color scheme, the gold and the green. The ships in the back are black. Great. It is it is really cool though. Yeah, the Luke is questionable. Okay. And and everything about Corin Horn is also questionable. <laughs> However, not necessarily this post. He's looking totally normal here. However, Yeah, oh that's Corin Horn. He's okay. looking question he's like maybe it was skeptical very questionable yeah okay you know who he looks like he looks like chancellor valorum like loki (laughs) (laughs) for sure okay okay next one we have the glove of darth vader with Mm. vader's glove right there (laughs) is that trioculus over there um i see three eyes and by the name trioculus (laughs) i would assume that's what you're talking about you see the space whales and the lightning (laughs) i'm sorry this is so good Space whales. There's space whales. You see them? You see them? Yes, I, I see them now. I didn't notice that at first. Oh, is that like the um pergel? Is that no. Like... Uh, you know what oh, they're, they're actually called? Space you whales. know what they're really called? Oh, what? do it, Jared. Whaladons. <laughs> wow. So creative. The creativity. This is a pouring out of these people. This For those who didn't see this live. Uh, Jared just ripped off his glasses, looked straight at <laughs> the camera, and happily said, Whale of Dons. <laughs> the only it's one like of mashing the up the name Whale with like a dinosaur or something like that. <laughs> I want to see this in your next tattoo, Jared, with a nice, uh, you know, pick a vehicle and put this, put this cover inside of it. I will legitimately consider that. All right. Um, maybe just the whale with the lightning bolt. Though the glove is so cool. Um, all right. Now... He did all six of these covers for the Jedi Prince series, Struzan did, and they are phenomenal. Yeah, they are. Um, all right. Whew, I got amped with that one. <laughs> Lightning bolt's about to <laughs> shoot out from the back of me. All right, for the sake of time, uh, run us through a lightning round. Lightning bolt to co- yes. uh, you know, round. We got us, really lightning uh, round this. Yes, for sure. Okay. Uh, Vernestra Rowe in a different life, question mark? <laughs> did i print uh, the deadly hunter for, there's a bounty i'm sorry i just made a canon reference whip. on your show i'm so sorry it's fine just do whatever you want um, these, love the these, light 
yeah, these were this, these classic books always had the like the most insane the pre, like like it wasn't clip art, but like before Photoshop became legit, like that's what it looked like. It looked like it's yeah. just like let's just slap a couple images down, like put a put put them here in a that kind of makes sense. And all right, let's ship it. Yeah, yep. I like yep. to consider that this was designed inside PlayStation One. <laughs> okay, that's how they that's- all look. That's how they That's all a perfect look. comment. Speaking of more Jedi Apprentice, here we go. Um, who is this, oh, this person too, in this the background? This one's not too bad. Like Xanatos. He was Qui-Gon's. Oh, all right. Zan- I'm gonna oh my... I remember him from The uh, Last of the Jedi. Oh, that counts yeah. as Legends? I'm, I'm I read getting, all of those uh-huh. when I was a kid. That's 10 Legends books. Your number you just go. climbed into the double digits. It did. It did. All right. Xanatos <laughs> is Qui-Gon's Legends failed apprentice who preceded Obi-Wan. And man, I love it. He looks like he's got ringworm on his face. It's a great cover. Um, I know we already talked about this a tiny bit earlier, but it deserves a mention, uh, like a like a nice, clear mention. Ruins this Dantooine. This is literally a, a snippet of the video game. This yes. is exactly what it looks like. And, love and it. I. I, I I know we don't. I know. I know we don't do negative, and I know that the cover does not reflect the con- the contents of the book. But this is the worst cover. Uh, I yeah. in, I don't legends. think anyone's going to argue with you. I, well, it's just. I, it's just. I it's understand. Very, it's it's a very. It doesn't do it. Like <laughs> so looking it doesn't, back, it doesn't do the book job. Especially, no. especially, you know, I, I know that Jared is is somewhat joking, but not 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 all joking when he says that it's a, that it's a book. I'm I'm actually even more upset with the cover, because that means the cover doesn't do it justice and yeah. it's and it and it legit i have legit ignored this book because of this cover and, it, and, I, and i'm i'm disappointed in, that i've missed a legit story then because yeah. because of how this looks see that's the thing right it we i personally i i love slash dislike this cover because it, it's just a fun cover to make fun of <laughs> and no disrespect to the person who set these up in game <laughs> right. but uh, you know, it, it, it's it's doing a disservice because those who did not play Star Wars Galaxies, right? They just see Star Wars Galaxies. Okay, the ruins of Dantooine. It's it's almost like a second level kind of book, when when the content in it is is readable and it's worthy. People like myself who are big fans of of Star Wars are not going to read this. Uh, there's a lot of covers we didn't I didn't read because it's just like I can't I don't want to read Cessus Deception. Does I can't take it seriously. It's just clip art. Uh, Skuma in the chat says, I'm desperately hoping that the ELC for Ruins of Dantooine upgrades the graphics from PS1 to PS2 <laughs> and, nothing and, nothing, and nothing more. Well, I, it. It, I was happy to learn that uh, it was actually, you know, an enjoyable read for the most part. Yeah. All right. Good. Uh, for, the, for the sake of time, let's go ahead and get our guesses in. Your, our guesses. Get, Freddie, I'm going to guess your pick is um, Teresa Bakura. And your questionable pick was, I don't know, maybe Red Harvest. Um, how about uh, you guys? Any any picks around the go ahead and get your picks in before we reveal. Mm, I think see. courtship I think courtship was his questionable one. I think. Okay. <laughs> I have to go. Um Yeah, I would say I'm actually gonna say that the Brazilian Thrones were your your favorites. Yeah, um, no, that's a good pick. And your pick. questionable was union. To be honest, do you want to know what my questionable choice was? Yeah. Was the fact that Trusa Bakura had the same cover in all countries. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I mean, okay. fair. Got That's some, fair. We got some guesses coming in in the chat. Justin guesses that Ruins, Ruins Dantooine is my questionable, is my honorable mention, is what we're calling them, our honorable yeah. mention. It is not. It is not. I'm not supposed to reveal. You'll get your guesses in. Get yeah. your guesses in. I was actually assuming the same thing, that, that uh, Ruins of Dantooine was yours, but it's too, have to, it's, uh, it's too on the nose. I'm going to say your actual one is... Uh, this is going to be shot in the dark. Splinter of the Mind's Eye, just because I felt like you were hyping it earlier. And your questionable one, I don't really have a guess for that, to be honest. Astute listeners of the show will know that I have declared two or three different books at different <laughs> points in the show's history as having the greatest book cover <laughs> of all time. Only one best smeller, though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tyler, your pick? My pick for you? Yeah. Uh, I have lost track of everything that we, of all the covers. <laughs> anyway. So I'm going to say Shatterpoint and Choices of One. No, wrong on both fronts. My, if we can show my favorite cover, it is. Is it Naked Glove of Darth Vader? Oh, Glove of Darth Vader. Yeah. Oh, interesting. My favorite Star Wars book cover of all time. It looks more like a heavy metal album than it does. <laughs> and yet, a, you don't like book. the original Rogue Squadron cover. I I, no. I, 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 I I don't I don't hate it but it can't compare to this look at that thing there's lightning and the lightning. space whales and <laughs> trioculus with his extra eye on his face and Leia has this look on her face I'm sorry I, I wasn't laughing at you I'm laughing at the chat the uh, funny part is uh, Han also looks like he's about to shoot Luke yeah he looks like, angry like really angry I've never noticed that uh, the glove with the lightning behind it actually would make a great tattoo. It really yeah. would. Jared, this is good. On one, my man. hand. I love it. But Vader doesn't right. shoot lightning. Or shoot lightning. Oh, what, am I, what am I talking about? Yeah, he doesn't use, <laughs> the, you know, force lightning. <laughs> the lightning is just for the aesthetic. Yeah. It's just for yeah, the vibes. Yeah. All right. The vibes. And, and uh, okay, so and then my questionable pick was Jedi Apprentice, the captive temple. Oh, okay. With, with uh, Puppet Yoda. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we showed that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do Emily. And um, any guesses for Emily and Rick? Uh, I, I know what theirs are, honorable... so I can't, oh, good. Okay. I can't guess. Okay. I'm going to say Rick's honorable mention is, uh, what is that one? Uh, Qui-Gon Jesus? Um... <laughs> that has to be his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Qui-Gon yeah, Jesus. Uh, Mark of the Crown. Yeah, the Mark, Mark of the, the Crown. Yeah, okay. Uh, and Rogue's, Rogue Squadron about... is his favorite, right? I was going to say Rogue Squadron. Yeah. yeah, Rogue Squadron for his favorite. Yes, uh, his pick was Rogue Squadron, and his goofy choice, his honorable mention, is I Jedi. Is I oh, Jedi. Okay. Uh huh. And uh, thought Luke was a girl. That comment with the girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's where that came from. Okay, okay. And then Emily, you guys want to guess Emily's? Um, to just I'm going to say courtship as the questionable one, but other than that, I don't have a guess for the other one. Has okay. Emily yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't have any guesses. Yes, I think she did recently. Okay. Uh, let's see. That's a good question. Uh, Emily liked Courtship and disliked one of the Jedi Apprentice covers. <laughs> I'm going to say em I'm going to say Emily liked Dark Empire. Okay. Ah. Which, which okay. Dark Emily's Empire? <laughs> Emily's pick was she's not here to defend herself. Don't you dis besmirch her? All right. Uh, 
her favorite cool cover is the Shatterpoint ELC, and I did have to clarify which Shatterpoint, right? Yeah. The ELC <laughs> yeah. or the Death You probably had to say which one, like, multiple times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, her honorable mention is Star Wars Union. So I appreciate that uh, gotcha. our female co-host, the one who pointed out that the the 90s wedding cover was that was questionable. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I love it. Okay, who's not gone yet? Emma, Tyler? I think we've actually mentioned both of mine. Or I know we already called out Choices of One, choices but of one. that was my yeah. like for real one. But I don't think we've done one. my questionable one. Yeah. Uh. I think I've looked at everybody's answers. I don't know that I know yours. And now you're right. All the covers are blurring together. In I know. Mind. I know. I'm going to say the approaching storm. We did highlight that. Uh, yes, that is correct. That is correct. I just, yes. I just love <laughs> nice, like, the photos, you know, that are clearly photoshopped in there. And then the Luminara just lurking in the background. It's so goofy, y'all. It's just goofy. Yeah. The death stare <laughs> lurk in the back. Yeah. I was thinking, which one of these did I, which one of these 40 book covers did I personally not upload? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, okay. And Tyler, uh, so Rick's was Rogue uh, Squadron. Technically, we didn't show my favorite one. Okay. And I know yours, so, so I will grand not finale. guess. Grand finale. Let's, um, okay. Shadow I, talk, I, I talked about it, uh, but we did not, we haven't shown the covers yet. Darth Bane, Rule of Two, the original cover. <laughs> no i did see a reddit comment this week of somebody saying that was their favorite oh uh their favorite legends book cover and here's why and i quote bane and xana really jump off the cover to confront the reader hmm. confront <laughs> very sophisticated the playstation comment. one gamer got it <laughs> okay uh Freddie, we want to guess tyler's Hmm. Uh, we didn't cover... the back of the back, the back of, of the Phantom Menace. <laughs> this one right here. This one right no, here. I'm not Charles. Single. Let's see. Pull it into frame, Freddy. There it is. Let me let me bring it out. Yeah. Not knock over every other book. There we go. Ooh. Watto. Oh, uh, there perfect. he is. <laughs> um, Knight Errant. Somebody guessed Knight Errant. Was it you? No, no, not 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 that one. Emma, do you have you have it queued up? Because, like I said, we haven't shown this. We well, you uploaded two. I'm not sure which one is your favorite, so leave me e either in. One. E either, either one. Either either okay. either one of them. All yeah. right, here we go. Oh, and you actually picked the right oh, one. Good, good, I good. just okay. I I loved just yeah. the the seriousness. I, again, if I'm when I was younger and I was and I was judging a book by its cover, what books like these were just really cool looking books. Yeah. It's like oh. Boba Fett looks like a badass here. I cannot wait to to read what is going on here. So, and all of these books, all of the uh, the legacy book, legacy of the Force books, had some of them worked better than others. This one and Betrayal were my two favorite. Um, but yeah, yes. these were are, are some classic covers for me. Emma, Good covers, the, Tyler. Wow, yeah. I love as it. As the originator of Hot Dog Boba Fett, the meme <laughs> yes. from Dark Empire, do you know what I call the cover of Bloodlines? Is it? Hamburger I'll give you a Boba hint. Fett? It's uh, no, but it's corn dog. I, I call this cover <laughs> Christmas Boba Fett. Christmas Boba because Fett. it's uh, the cover scheme. The color scheme is just red and green. I love that, and I think <laughs> I think it's perfect. It's a it's the perfect Thank companion you. to Hot Dog Boba Fett. I think Hot Dog like on Christmas, Boba Fett celebrates by eating Christmas hot dogs. That's oh, what he does. Gross. <laughs> 
I imagine the kids instead of a nice Christmas ham, it's yeah. a, just some hot dogs. This is my favorite. Bloodlines is my favorite Boba Fett story. Hey, it's in my top ten favorite Legends yeah. books. All right, yeah. me and Tyler. Let me give you a fist bump a down fan. there, buddy. Yeah, nope, fist I just everybody. punched Freddie in the face. <laughs> and, um, I tried. All right. All right. I want to give a shout out to our amazing community who all pitched in with their favorite Legends book covers. We don't have them all queued up. I will at least give as many shouts out as I can. And buckle up. There are a lot. Diligent Slaw says he really loves the Knight Errant cover. Very simple but memorable. Nukem says Coruscant Knights, specifically Jedi Twilight. Jedi Twilight. So that's a good pick there. Um, wow, what a it's a crazy cover. Y'all gotta look that one up. Bro Dameron says, Do I get anything for being the first person to say Ruins of Dantooine? Which would <laughs> would have been funnier if we hadn't already made the joke a few times tonight. Sorry, bro. All right. Who else we got? Um Jedi Murphy says lightsabers from Young Jedi Knights. That one is one of my, you know, top five picks for sure. That's one of the ones I have previously declared on the show as the best cover in the history of legends. We didn't show it, but Shadows of Mindor is also probably one of the oh, top I feel like ten. I ha- uh, oh, I have that right here, actually. This is one I haven't read yet. Luke. It's a beautiful cover. It's man. so cool. An explosion behind him. He's got old trusty green. There's, a, like there's a, actually a the back cover to Shadows of Mindor has, uh, man, I can't remember who it is. I think we have the back. Is it this one? Villain. There it is. Yeah, he's the oh, villain. Oh, look at those yeah. lightsabers. My God. Look at that. Look at those X-Wings. Oh, man. Every time. Uh, it's, what are, are those like Death Troopers or something? <laughs> Speaking of busyness. Tyler. Shadow Troopers. Shadow Troopers. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, awesome. 2020 says Imperial Commando 501st. Of the color scheme. Very lighting. good pick. Very the good tag pick. Tagline on the cover makes the commandos look really awesome. Yeah, Timothy totally. Taco Tim says, um, can I count the fate of the Jedi scheme? Because those books are fire. Also, Shadow Games, because it makes me think I'm about to watch one of the classic Harrison Ford political thrillers (laughs) I grew up with, which that book is nothing like that whatsoever. It's Dash Rendar being a bodyguard for Space Britney Spears. Whoa. (laughs) Diligent Sloth posts Young Jedi Knight's Lyrics World, which is Anakin and Tahiri in Wilro Hood orange jumpsuits fighting a big snake. Uh, Skuma Joe also shows a cover of the japanese oh my gosh this is bonkers the japanese cover of traitor has verger's big old plume of purple and pink hair wow this is nuts <laughs> that's awesome okay some good bothans on there um diligent sloth describes it as a banger of a cover love Very it true yeah. tyler also says uh oh nope that was you and you said scourge was good okay not to cover uh, Rocky Zimb says the Darth Maul lockdown cover, the chains holding him, very scary Sounds and powerful. Awesome. And see if I've missed anything else. Shadows of the Empire is Michael Skinnex's, uh his Michael, pick. my guy, we got to talk. <laughs> <laughs> he says, he says, content aside. Okay, okay, fair enough. Michael, I cool. retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, we got to talk. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay anything else i've missed here i uh, do appreciate everybody chiming in admiral akbar says also loves the rebel dream japanese new jedi order cover it's got some got some lando on there ayla sakura no it's not but it's a twilight jedi you got jana solo in a jumpsuit wedge wedge yeah no, what is it you always say you say bigs i got Biggs. there it is yeah 
All right. Some great picks from our community. All right. Any last minute picks? Surfer Eddie, the Republic uh, Jabim battle cover. Oh. Very good one. And then also the Rebel Dawn, Drew Struzan cover. Whew. A lot of good picks from the community. Don't you think, guys? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What a beautiful covers. So uh, here we go. Emma, close us out by telling the good folks what's coming up next week on the cosmic force absolutely so next week it's 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 gonna be pretty legends heavy actually uh because we are talking about mandalorians in comics um originally this was supposed to be timed out around the release of uh the first issue of the mandalorian adaptation so we thought it'd be a good time to talk about it it got delayed but we're still talking about it anyways so it's it's uh it's gonna be fun this is the way that's all i have to say about that (laughs) and next week on let's look back Freddie, tell the good folks what's going to happen. Ah, well, I closed my show notes, so I have no idea where we're at. (laughs) (laughs) That's appropriate, because we are not going to have a live show next week. We've closed the show notes, (laughs) and we will be back the week after. We're taking off the 4th of July week. We are, however, Freddie, going to push the supercut extended version of our thrift store adventure. Are you excited? Ooh, yes. That's exciting. I can't wait. It really is. And then we're going to jump back in the week after that with our Star Tours crossover events. We'll see a little bit more of Tyler and Emma. Guys, thanks for joining us. It's been a blast having oh, you on the show. Thanks for having us. This was a lot Always of fun. Always a fun time. And that does it for this week. Thanks for joining us for Legends Look Back. Thanks especially to our incredible patrons for your support. Special thank you to the Jedi High Council, Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander. I should have had Tyler read this. He does such a good job with it on his show. <laughs> you do. Uh, get- going to give a shout out also to the Alliance High Command, Elizabeth Cloutier and Sally and Chris Eilers. And remember everybody to sub to the channel and leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice that helps the show do great things like form megazords and shoot laser beams out of its (laughs) eyes. You know, Uh, if you would like your thoughts read on the show, you can, of course, get in contact with us in a variety of ways. One at the Legends Look Back email address, which is legendslookback at utini.com, which I totally will check as soon as the show is over. You can send us a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can leave a message, uh, a comment on this episode on YouTube. That's what those are called. Or you can find us on Twitter. I am at Jared Q. Mays. Freddie. At Wake Up Freddie. Tyler. At Ty Rags. Didn't warn you about that one. And Emma. At Irma Jedi 26. <laughs> or, of course, you can contact the show at Legends Look Back, where we're retweeting and commenting on every single thing that happens on the internet related to Star Wars Legends. If you see something cool, give us a little tweet and let us know what's up. If you're looking to buy some of the books that we've talked about tonight, such as the 42 covers that we showed off in this episode, something like that, you can, of course, go on over to utini.com, click on the book profile, then the Amazon link in the profile, spend those credits send us four percent it helps us keep the lights on and of course after you've read the book especially those books that you judge by their cover back in the 90s hey you can then leave us a review after that and let us know what you think and remember when you do be a force of positivity in the fandom and keep that utini fan code if you know what's good for you may the force be with you this is a utini broadcast 